Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand spanking new episode of Glamour, Hey, It's Okay, the podcast where we really sort of like take a deep dive into what it's really like to be at a Glamour Features meeting. Today, we're going to be talking about relationships. Can they ever be too comfortable? Is it okay to not really be good at something or anything? And is it all right to not have any interest in that thing that the whole world seems to be boring on about oh my god I think you might already know my opinion today though if we are sort of like going to be exposed we've um, got somebody here who actually knows what they're doing so stay tuned hello everybody and welcome welcome to I think we we must be budding up to nearly the 50th episode of glamour hey it's okay somebody who knows what they're doing counts that Claudia Mahoney am I the person who knows yeah what do you doing? know what you're doing Yes, you are the aptly titled Executive Fashion and Beauty Director of Glamour, so I expect you to know things. Okay, all right, the pressure's know. on, the pressure's yeah. on. And today we are joined by an actual professional. This is like, <laughs> I don't know, like camping with Bear Grylls or cooking for Jamie Oliver. It's Radio One's Greg James. Hello. Hi. This is a great setup. I can't believe how high we've had to put your microphone. <laughs> I'm just really impressed that for, for the, all the listeners, we are standing up around yeah. a table like it's an old-fashioned radio play. It's great. I love it's it. It's less of the old-fashioned. No, no, but we're really with it. We're this hip. is our cutting-edge new modern podcast. Yeah, what but, are you on about? Yeah, but the wireless is the most brilliant the personal player. medium ever. This is like, this is amazing. This is the intimate, intimate little desk. We're all facing each other. It's lovely. You have hit upon one of my favourite things. Is calling it the wireless. The I wireless. love it. <laughs> the, the, welcome to the wireless broadcast. So you're here. You're a tip-top radio person mm. every day on Radio One. Drive time, right? Yeah. Yeah, 4 p.m. I, I always hear it when I'm on holiday. I, oh, great. Look, I look forward to the going home song, home song when I'm on holiday. <laughs> um, normally I'm at my desk, obviously. But and today you're here because you are also an author. I am this also is exciting. an author. Yes, I, I have a I have a children's book which comes out on the 13th of July. And I've Kid written, normal. Kid normal. 
and I've written it with my brilliant friend and co-host on my show, Chris Smith. And we uh, we wrote, started writing it two years ago, and it's finally out. It comes out, and it's it's a real thing. So, not being rude, but it took two of you two years. <laughs> Tell me about that. From, How many pages is it? From initial from initial conception. How of the big idea. is the type? <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a picture book um, with three pictures in it. Yeah. Well, it's from, from about two years ago. We came up with this idea, and we always do silly stuff on our show together, and we always do stupid ideas and, and characters and stupid voices and stuff. And then we thought, let's formalize this. Let's do something that we can also encourage young people to keep reading and write their own stories yeah. and that kind of thing. Because we we thought that was so important when we were kids and we love reading now, but also loved, you know, coming up with nonsense and actually doing stuff on the radio. Uh, it, it's it, As I said, it is a sort of most personal medium and you, you do half the work and then the listeners or the readers do the other half. So we love we love that thing about a book as well. So we came up with this idea called Kid Normal, which is about a young boy called Murph who gets uh, gets put into a school for superheroes and he has no superpowers himself. It's kind of, it's a Mickey take of superhero stories because there's so many of them. There's so, so many superheroes. It's like we're both parents. He probably, you know, sort of like flouted some sort of boundary laws to get into that, <laughs> you know, sort of like pretendedly live with his grandfather who was a superhero. <laughs> in that, yeah. yeah, the catchment. Yeah. Do you go to church? Yeah. Oh, all the time. Exactly. We, we yeah. are nev- we're basically never not in the church. So you should have had us some research. In this I book. have actually, kid- <laughs> I've told my children that I'm the fairy queen and that, you know the bit where you bend your arm back and your shoulder blade sticks out. That those are my wing buds, and mine. <laughs> eldest is eight. She still believes it, hook, line, and sinker. So I have subscribed Jesus. to the false lies. That's it. But this, yeah, so this is the the mum keeps moving jobs, and um, in the last few days before term starts, she's scrabbling around to find a, try and find a school. There's a mix up, and this kid Murph gets put into this school. And three days in, they realise he has no superpowers, but it's too late by that point, point. <laughs> oh. and he has to try and survive in this place full of mad kids who have got these capabilities. We call them capes or capabilities instead of superpowers, where awesome. they can do things like summon two tiny horses from their hands, or their their heads inflate by accident, or another part of their body will inflate, like their hand might blow up or something, <laughs> or whatever it might be, or they can turn someone to ice, or they can fly, whatever it might yeah. be. So um, it's it's sort of a it's a disguised story about not fitting in yeah. and when you move to big school everyone is just sort of amazing and you're you feel like you're rubbish and just small and you, you're a bit lost in the whole thing so we thought we'd um, magnify that story and make it as mad as possible were you a cool kid at school greg no not really i was the thing that made me cool is that i was quite good at sport so i was really good at cricket so i would have one thing which meant that i sort of floated around a little bit yeah. because if if you weren't really sporty, then people were like, oh, what, what, what do you do? But because I was really good at something, because I mm. was quite good at cricket, I was sort of left alone a little bit. But then when the winter came, I could just sort of hibernate and let everyone go and play football and rugby and stuff and then just go and sit around and, and listen to the radio. Not good at cricket or anything, really. <laughs> oh, Sports, yeah. Disaster. Exactly. I couldn't even find trousers that fit properly. So, you know, <laughs> school was a living nightmare for me. But it is, it is, yeah. I remember that feeling really yeah. well. And me and Chris both tapped into this when we, were, yeah. when we were thinking about it. And that first day where you are in the corridor and you've got your new bag and you've got all your new clothes and stuff and you're going, where do I go now? What is, hang on, why, where, where's E, where's, where's 7F or whatever? Yeah. And everyone's just sort of hurtling past you like a stampede and you're going, I don't know how I'm going to survive in this place. How am I going to ever be a sick former? I remember that vividly, that thought. I was like, how am I ever going to be driving a car and be that tall? But hey. Yeah, and both look of at you now, you're <laughs> extremely tall. Now, I always, when I was, um, when she was younger and I'd read children's books to my daughter and I'd think, oh, you know, it, it seems like 
the stories are so good, it seems like it must be the easiest thing in the world to write a children's book. And then when you actually sit down and try to have an idea, it's really damn hard, right? Yeah, it How is. How did you, what was the process like? Well, it is, it is really hard to actually be disciplined to sit and write it. But we, I think we benefited from doing it together mm. because me and him, Chris, get on really well anyway. So we were essentially sitting in a room together for hours on end trying to make each other laugh. So that's quite handy. You've got an immediate audience to go, mm, I think that's actually that's not very funny or whatever. But yeah, it is hard. But I think you just got to, like anything, you know, when you're, if, you're, if you're writing an article or whatever it might be, you've just got to sit down and do it. Just but it's also getting the, the tone right. It's a real right. that. You've got to sit down and do it. It is I, hard. Yeah. I actually, James Williams, our deputy editor, is producing today, and I owe him some copy, and I can feel the glaring through the glass, <laughs> and I don't want to do it. Yeah, but I don't you, want to. <laughs> but, uh, but the thing is, though, you, I mean, you do outrank him. Yeah, I know. So in many, that, I mean, in many ways. You'd think that would work, wouldn't you? But no. Sometimes I have to ask the it's chief a... sub if I can go for lunch. Can I go now, Glenda? I'm sorry. Please. But, but it, is, yeah. it is daunting, though, to have a yeah. task like that. But we just... We planned it quite well and we just thought, well, let's just do a thousand words this week. Let's do 2000 next week. And mm. then it's slowly but surely. But it's also enjoyable. You know, when you do eventually sit down and write your copy, which is late. And James has told me. To I know. You. Oh, my God. <laughs> but when you do eventually write it, 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 you, it is, it's an enjoyable thing when you get your head into gear. But Children yeah. are tough critics, though, aren't they? Yeah. So getting that right tone that you don't feel like you're being um, condescending to them. Mm. and Oh, I'm coming down to your level. Yeah. You, that, that must be really hard you must be really in touch with your inner kid to... I think so but we just we, me and Chris really love silly stuff <laughs> we, we really like silly sense of humour so we can, you can we drew on everything that we've ever watched or read so everything from P- Python which I'm yeah. obsessed with and you know even Faulty Towers and those sorts of silly mm-hmm. things Spike Milligan like just it's all silly really it's not necessarily it's not for a particular age group and I'm, I'm I've got a bit of a beer in my bonnet about especially the BBC and, and Radio 1 are a bit like, well, young people don't like this and old people only like that. And mm-hmm. young people, but young people don't know about Michael Palin. It's like, well, yes, they saw, they can, some do, some yeah. don't. Yeah. Uh, you can't ignore everything because everything is sort of a product of And let of people find, else. let people discover it through of you. Course, do you know yeah. what I mean? Did you, I mean, obviously you're a guy and, and the protagonist is a boy. Did you, is it aimed at boys more no, than girls? Or it's not how actually. did you tackle that? Our, our main, our main brilliant heroic character is a is a girl called mary actually who sort of becomes murph's best friend and sidekick but also she just is the best character in the book really and um i'm particularly proud of mary because she's essentially <laughs> well we describe her as mary poppins but nobody written but it's never brought up in the book because she flies in on a yellow umbrella <laughs> And she's just just amazing and knows everything about everything. Hopefully, that's been very vetted and <laughs> it has. Yeah, yeah. 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 Which yeah. I think we put something like and Mary, who I think Murph has a joke with Mary about. Says, what? So you're Mary and you fly with an umbrella. Are you, do you know about Mary Poppins? And she doesn't know about it at all. Um, no, never heard of it. What do you mean? This is just yeah. a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's um, it's it's not aimed at uh, at uh, at boys. It's, it's aimed at both. It's aimed at yeah. everybody. Really, it's for everyone. And I think. Uh, adults would enjoy reading it as well because it's not it, it's it's silly and there's bits for everybody in it and are you looking at the david williams empire with sort of coveted envy are you is it is are we looking at a series or yeah we've we've actually written the second one already yeah, oh, yeah cool. so we've um we have done we've done two so far with with bloomsbury and uh the second one comes out in next march which we've just sort of tidying up God, at the you're on fire yeah but it's been really yeah. it's been really fun and once we had the world of the first one created 
it was really amazing to go back and be like, okay, now what do we do with it? Because we've got our characters. We've yeah, got our and now and, and a lot of decisions are sort of made for you about what. Yeah, yeah. but that awesome. Williams thing is absolutely spot on. I mean, yeah. like he is a brilliant advocate for kids reading. I think that for anyone who gets kids reading and using their imaginations yeah. and takes them away from a screen is, is really brilliant. Is it all right that I really like reading David Williams books? Yeah, they're great. I mean, they're so Roald Dahly, aren't they? They're so... Yeah, but they are brilliant. Yeah, really funny. But a lot of thought's gone into them and I think he's just a very, he's very clever in that he, they are, they're really uncynical, which I love. Yeah. And I think that's my favourite sense of humour is an uncynical thing. I just watched Despicable Me 3 the other day. Oh, Just so good. uncynical oh. and brilliant yeah. and silly and just exactly what everyone needs. Yeah. Right now. Well, congratulations. <laughs> it, it's out 13th of July, did you say? Yes. So, yes, I'm not sure what date it is today. But, um, Who you knows? Know. <laughs> when, when you're listening to this, it might be the 50th of November or something. It might but, be. Uh, but 13th of July. And if it is, happy 50th of November yeah. to you all. Yeah. <laughs> Shoelace has been tied. We can continue yes, in James, five. Four. James is fully dressed now, so we can all carry on. with Greg James, is it okay to not be good at particularly anything do you know what i mean i just I, feel like yeah. i'm not a specialist at anything you know you. yeah is this, oh, is this, on, this is not a, That's not yeah. a profession yeah you know well, this I is think... my big secret <laughs> don't know how to do anything <laughs> i think there's a lot of pressure for people to have a thing yeah but mo- the most brilliant people don't really have a thing they just are you know they just i don't think you don't need to be defined by a thing necessarily people are a bit obsessed with it they go what's your thing yeah. well i'm amazing at rugby that's what i mean I'm, yeah but you have got, i mean you know you're you're doing quite well you've done all right you've Jay, done all to right. be fair well i mean you know we we kind of all are and i think i don't know i just i suppose yes um i do this job sort of magazine editor but i don't know i look back and i think i wish i had you know, bothered to stay in more than one tap dance class or <laughs> practice the piano. Or, yeah. And... Do you know what I mean? I've never, I keep, I keep writing editors letters about how I'm going to learn a language and I've never, ever, I mean, you know, I think I listened to Duolingo, the app for half an hour one day. <laughs> I love that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you I mean, to write your CV, what would you put in your sort got of like your extra... cricket, you know? Yeah. I mean that when you, this is, I do get sad about when you get older, you, you do lose your hobbies a little bit. And, and I and I hobbies. started even the word I know right <laughs> but like, then what are your what hobbies, are your hobbies Greg well, but well, exactly someone yeah. asked me the other day and I was like well I, I mean I've made most of them into jobs yeah but I like I you're like, very lucky that way I guess I like going out for dinner is that, yeah. is that a hobby I know I like eating, eating. <laughs> yeah. yeah I like hanging out with my niece and nephew and sort of I like reading. Reading is a hobby, I suppose. And that's, yeah. that it's you don't have to. Not everyone has to go and do water polo. Yeah, or you don't have to be. I I go orienteering every Saturday. Is that is that what you're you're saying? I, well, that you want to I like kind that? of. I wish I had something completely surprising in my toolbox. Do you know what I mean? I, I want like to be a, a taekwondo expert. Yeah, or... I, I want people to be really shocked by something I can do. But there's nothing shocking about there, anything. That there I must I be something. Do. No, see, now you're making me feel even worse because no, there really you're, isn't. <laughs> you're making me feel sad in the room. Um, I, don't, I think that's fair enough. And I think I'm gonna... Also, the older you get, the more embroiled in your day-to-day life you get and there seem to be less hours to mm. do the sort of Tuesday afternoon but I suppose origami club or I was thinking it might about be. I get you know I sort of feel sad that my daughter starts a piano and gives it up starts a dance class and gives it up and then I thought but I didn't stick at anything when I was a kid either so why am I giving her a hard time you know yeah but, but just but it's, it's whatever she enjoys though maybe she doesn't enjoy it 
I did piano. I think everyone did piano lessons. Didn't yeah. They? Like, nah, I, enough of I can this. do chopsticks. <laughs> yeah. But I suppose it's whether or not it gives you a sense of worth as well and makes you your confidence and you feel sort of a, a valid human grown-up person mm. that you've got this skill set that maybe marks you out from the next person along. And if you're just sort of average at everything, you almost feel like you have to hide that. Mm. I don't think you should. I think everyone everyone should just be as loud about who they are as possible. You know I'm, I'm mediocre. You know, you know what I'm really a... good at? This is I'm really good at shopping. So good at it. <laughs> so freaking good. You can ask me anything. Why don't Joe, where can I get this kind of thing? I'll, I'll tell you. That's why you're editing a fashion and beauty magazine. Yeah, maybe. But that's, yeah. A, that's a thing. That's a skill. Is that, is that, that is good? a thing. Editing yeah. a magazine is a skill. Uh, Writing is a skill. You can do all of those things. And yeah. above average. Wow, this is a, this and, like, and fitness this is, is turning a thing. into therapy for Joe. Yeah, this is quite well. It, it often is therapy. The podcast, yeah. <laughs> that, but my radio show is my therapy every day. Yeah. I mean, I would be lost without my my show for sure. Because you can what, just you, you say, talk about whatever you like, and it is, and you get because you, you have people call in, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a lot of yeah, sort of validation and yeah. Well, we feedback. Well, I have a thing called Rage Against the Answer Machine, which actually you, it brings up topics like this, which is is it okay not to really have a thing? Yeah, it's a great question. Because yeah. everyone's so obsessed with having a thing and being, I think a, a lot of people are obsessed with what their life looks like online as well. And that creates a lot of stress for people. Yes. So if you, if you do something amazing like, oh, I climb mountains at the weekend or like I do kayaking in Wales every weekend, that looks amazing. But it doesn't mean that, you know, your thing is, my thing might be, I like cooking nice dinners. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's any less uh, relevant as a thing. Yeah. I think, there's too much, I think there's too much stress on having a thing. Oh, that's making me I feel say. better. And I think, again, it's, it's this evil root of social media that does, it, it's like, it does make me think, you know, especially if you look at Facebook and if you've got someone who's, you know, acting on a stage somewhere or has usually climbed a mountain or, or the other thing, you won't know this, but you might, but Claudia, where you start to get jealous of other people's kids, like the kid, <laughs> the kid who just ran a marathon. Why isn't my kid running a marathon? You know, it's like, so I've got all of that by extension as well. Yeah, it's, I think it's really dangerous. Yeah. It's really, really dangerous. But it's... Um... Well, how then do you find that sort of inner confidence to just be and just be happy with that? Well, I was hoping you could tell me. Oh, I don't know the answer yeah. to that. I think I've, I, tell us, Greg. I think I realised <laughs> it. We're looking at you, wide right. eyes. Well, Come on. <laughs> I, read an, I did read an amazing book that sort of changed a lot of things about a year ago called A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Have you read, have you read this no, guy? I've heard of it, but I it's, haven't read it. it. It's brilliant. Yeah. It's just, he's just, basically, if I could condense it all into a couple of words, it's chill out. <laughs> <laughs> chill out because we'll all be dead at some yeah. point and just, you might as well just make the most of stuff. Oh, well, I and feel so much better now. No, that makes, that? Me, yeah. that, no but that <laughs> makes me feel worse. Yeah. That makes me feel worse because if this is it, and well, it is. This, oh, God, it is it. <laughs> and this is the end. <laughs> and you've only got so many uh, years on this earth. Then you feel really bad that if you've wasted a day watching The Sound of Music for the 57th no, no, but time. No, no, so and... the point is, his point is, were you happy doing that? God, I love that film. Right, then that's, your, that's it. And that's, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean any more or less than that, is that you're just doing the stuff you were doing. And, that, and that's, So being that's a sloth it. is an acceptable yeah. life what, skill. I think what people an, aren't very good at being, and I'm getting better at just being. What an absolute guru you are turning out to be today. This you are is, welcome. Uh, yeah, I feel really good now. <laughs> Namaste. Just chill out. Now I should probably put my clothes back on. <laughs> no, don't. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you 
everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. So... Greg James, mm. next hot topic that you get to, you know, basically you prove yourself such so wise at the last one that we're just going to sit at your feet and just hear what you've got to say on okay. the subject of, is it okay to stay in a relationship because it's comfortable? Oh, this is my biggest, my biggest life lesson ever. Absolutely not. Oh my God, we're actually really going to learn something here. Okay. Carry no. on. No, it's, uh, you really shouldn't do that it's not fair on either party mm. is what i would say and uh i know a lot of people who just go through the motions or have gone through the motions and it's it's yeah. what, what's the point now is it a rude question how old are you 31 years old yeah, see such a baby i mean this is it and now i'm not i'm i would i want to preface this i don't view my relationship as comfortable <laughs> in that negative way i just really want to put that out there Hi, Ross, my number one <laughs> podcast fan. He listens every week so adoringly. I love that. Um, uh, Ross, but, uh, Joe's nose is growing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> just let you know. That's just glistening sweat in the hot, <laughs> hot cupboard. She chose her face over her ass. <laughs> oh, my poor. My ass was always in front. But anyway, so I just think that as you get older, dear Greg and dear Claudia, yeah. I think you do find that when I was younger, when I was about your age and people used to say, oh, you know, marriage is hard work, you know, you don't really understand that until I think I've been with Ross now about 20 something years and it ain't all roller coasters and fireworks. And I think that, so I would not arguing for, or oh, stay in something if you're unhappy, but I think be prepared that sometimes there's going to be boring days mm -hmm. and sometimes there's going to be better times and worse times. And I think that sometimes people don't, in, invest the work before running away. Do you I, know what I mean? I yeah, can yeah. I, and, kindness yeah. and security are underrated sexy qualities. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah she, she said I've been married better. 12 years yeah. so yeah. as well, not, not as long as Joe, but, you know, hi, 
to my husband, who probably won't be listening. He's not even heard of WhatsApp. He's so. taller than you, Greg. Who is taller than you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard about this mythical beast of yeah. a husband. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I can say, speak freely. You know, sometimes you don't like each other very much. It's sometimes. Re- you know, sometimes. Mm. And um, you've just got to hope that those periods of times where you don't like the other one don't coincide with the other one not liking you mm. so that you've got time to <laughs> fall back in love with each other, which you probably do over time and you have periods of time in your relationship that you know you've been married you've seen it all I mean he's seen me give birth there's no hiding from that now I've got no kind of oh I'm just going to go and put some slinky outfit on or much as he wishes I would still try but you know you've been too exposed so you are comfortable and that I don't think is a bad thing I I think he's my most wonderful world great no that but that's that that, that's amazing and that's that's but that doesn't mean I don't think that means you're comfortable Okay. I think I think that lo- that word is loaded. Bored? I think that word is loaded. Comfortable. Okay. I think I, you could change that to um, just going along with something. Okay. I think yes. that's that's my understanding of comfortable. Yeah. Obviously, you want to feel. I think if you could come up with a definition of love, it would be some sort of like a, it's a team, like an impenetrable team. I think that's that's what the feeling that you should mm. get. I think. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, no one knows the answers to this stuff, do they? This is the, is the eternal question. This is what every song is about. It's what every film yeah. is about. Every book is about this kind of stuff. And but I, I think, think that it is hard, isn't it, to wear comfortable. I think it's it is a very loaded word, as mm. you say. And I think some people might be really panicking that they're comfortable and loading negativity onto something that otherwise is really good if they didn't overthink it. Yeah, but that's I think also. Not to sound too short-termist, actually, this is quite this is quite a nice way of thinking about it. it was like, am I, am I okay today with it? Yeah. Do I like, is this okay? And I'm, I'm, you know, am I enjoying this right now? Don't worry about how you're going to feel in five years' time necessarily. Mm. But I think people do set, set people settle and they get into a sort of a by 25 I must have done this and yes. then 28 I'll be pregnant and 30 we'll be married and then that's it. And some, I think that that can be dangerous because you can't. Fit, Greg, not... Greg just did such a great jig with that the, the, rela- the relationship jig. <laughs> That's it. it. Really, it's my, it my really relationship worked. song. Twenty five, we're married. But I think, I think, but you can't possibly fit everyone into that model. So that's, mm. I think that's the comfortable thing is that you feel like you have to conform no one this imaginary can thing. be your everything as well. Or I think that's pretty unhealthy. Mm. So I have friends that provide certain really i do i've got some friends joking <laughs> your husband definitely doesn't listen to this does he? he will this week they're not friends with any benefits sure. <laughs> we didn't suggest they were you brought that up i walked into that yeah. myself you brought I? the topic up god i'm going red now as well <laughs> it's the heat of the cupboard <laughs> i just don't know what to say but i think all right so yeah i don't know the answer to this one I think this is going to be an, an open-ended... It's not okay yeah. if you're bored and feeling trapped and you accept you're in a comfortable situation that you know you're looking outside of already. Yeah, I think the dangerous thing if is... If you're happy and, in inverted commas, comfortable, yeah, then that's, that's different. If you're happy, why would you, yeah. why would you change it? If you anything? want to fart openly in front of each other, that's, no, nobody, that's not okay. <laughs> that's not nobody okay. else's business. I'm just saying. And the, yeah. the, the comfortable thing, though, is if, if you are... In a in a relationship that you know you shouldn't be in, and you know that you are just too scared to say I don't want this anymore, then that's the that's the weird moment where you've got to go. It's not fair on me. It's not fair on them. Definitely, because mm-hmm. everyone will be fine in, in the long run. You'll yeah. both be better off. Yeah, I think that's very wise. Wise Greg has think, answered it for yeah. us again. 
So if you are enjoying Glamour Hates OK, and we know that you are, thank you so much for listening in and thank you for your reviews on iTunes. Do keep them coming. But you can also add to the conversation if you want to hear your topic debated and, you know, people shouting at me about it on here, then please do send your Hey It's OK ideas and suggestions to editor at glamourmagazine.co.uk. We read them all. Thank you. Greg James, you're nearly free. Oh, no, I'm, enjoy- I'm enjoying it. I feel like it is like therapy, isn't it? It group, is a bit. Therapy. This one, I don't know. I think this one might be a little bit easier to um, tackle. But is it okay to have no interest whatsoever in that thing that the whole world is seemingly talking about? Yes. Hashtag Love Island at the moment. This is driving okay. me crazy. Well, if it is the 50th of November, then yeah. the winner could have already been announced. <laughs> yeah. Are we talking about a show specific, or are we talking about Love I Island? I think just everything. But okay. yeah, we can talk about Love Island, even though I've got nothing to contribute. Because I haven't seen I it. I do. Yeah. It, I think it goes back to what we talked about 10 minutes ago or so, which is the pressure to do everything. Yeah. And the, the, there is pressure. But for me... With when Breaking Bad came out, for example, that was the one that I remember as going, "Oh God, shut up!" Which was people just going, "Oh my God, have you seen Breaking Bad?" And you go, "Oh no, I haven't yet." They go, "You haven't seen Breaking Bad?" Well, oh my God, you haven't seen it? No, I, I haven't seen it yet. I, I hated all those people because I'd watched it two years before everybody, and then, <laughs> and then and then I had to sit through everybody pretending that they'd discovered it when I knew that I had. It was me. So it was actually you. Yeah. You're the root of it all. <laughs> totally. Oh, no, it's yeah. all your fault. <laughs> well, you know, it's a very good show. Have you seen it? <laughs> Have you seen it? No, I just. Do you know what? I watched the first season and I just couldn't be bothered. But no one's no one's allowed to say that. Like I thought, the wire was shit as well. Nobody is allowed to say that. Sorry, I'm swearing. You allowed to swear on this? Okay. I thought the wire. Well, it's a good thing that you and I aren't married because the sofas were. You know, it would just the the winter nights would not fly by. This goes back to the comfortable relationships. Maybe our love of box sets is what's going to get us through. Well, I watched. I watched it, but it's but it's also okay not to like everything yes people go you have watched Breaking Bad you didn't like it what's wrong with you nothing I've just got an opinion I don't it's different to yours I, I why do you like it it's, it's as mad as saying that but um Love Island for me the thing that is I, for me what's most annoying about Love Island is people who are coming out of the woodwork slowly and people like I, I saw a tweet from Stormzy and Liam Gallagher going I've done it guys I've watched Love Island oh well done it's I like it's an ITV2 show so what <laughs> It's not a massive secret that you're watching Love Island. It's fine. Like, think, do whatever you like. Now, I haven't, I, I haven't watched it, and mostly because I just haven't had time. Right, because fine. I'm really feeling left out in the office. I'm the only <laughs> one who hasn't seen it. And so that's it. All conversation is, is dead to me. But I, what I am finding interesting, maybe it's because the political landscape is so sketchy and horrible at the moment. It does seem to be this great levelling thing that's uniting the nation where our politicians come. So yeah. maybe we, I, you know. I, I am watching it. Um, I've been out and proud for three seasons now. I watched it before. It was I'm like Joe, I found it. No, but yeah. I, I, I have to say each time three, over the last three years, I've sort of sat down and thought, I'm not going to, oh my God, I am watching this. I cannot stop. And I like to think that I've got a modicum of intelligence. I'm very much subscribed to the high-low cultural thing. And um, and it's exactly what Joe says. My 
six foot eight husband as a policeman. <laughs> he's genuinely is. He's not been happy. I'm panicking she now. She mentioned it. He's a very yeah. poor childhood. Is this because <laughs> so yeah. are you are you warning me off because I I joked that you were having threesomes earlier. <laughs> Is this why? Yeah, I, I get it. I'm really sorry. I apologize. please don't send your husband around to beat me. Just got to try harder, Ben. Why were you hoping to harder? be invited? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, you know it, it's not been a fun time for him, and so we're trying to use the excuse that we're using this sort of mindless bubblegum for the eyes as an escape from real life. And we are saying that, but it is also the truth. And watching people discussing whether or not are we looking at the same moon as the one my mum's looking at at home and their partner saying, no, babes, that's a different moon. It does make you kind no, of it's great. chuckle See, I, and feel I, better I about your... Really? It's too, I, I cannot cope too much. They're not that. hurting anyone, though. They're just sort of stupid people with very low body fat. Did somebody really ask if they were looking at the same moon? I think so. Am I right, James? You watch it as well. I, that, <laughs> see, that makes me want to lie down and never get back up again. I don't want the world to like that thing that I'm not interested oh, in. Oh, but it has become a sort of more, as, as time goes on, you do develop and commit and invest in the characters that they're, they've got in there. They're not stupid, these producers. And there's a girl in there who, the sort of, she's become like a sort of national sweetheart. You know, she's this really nice girl and she wants to find love and she's a Welcome to my world, Greg. This is, what, this is what it's like in the office every day. I, could, I, you think, know, I mean, I really. I want him yeah. to be Camilla's best friend. Yeah. I want to get together <laughs> oh with Montana. Why can't the girls get together and be like winners friends? It's just, you know, you do get invested in it. Sorry. No, but I think it, but this, this is what I'm saying is that you don't need to, I don't think anyone should apologise for I'm enjoying the bubble gum. Yeah. No, I do think that when you've talked about it for four hours solid, you do need to apologise. Yeah, maybe but, there should yeah. be other things to talk about yeah, as well. Because I that, that, I mean, your point about it, it being uh, tricky politically at the moment, it's mm. like, that's maybe, that's more reason why people should be watching Newsnight yeah. as well. <laughs> maybe we should be more... You can, it's on at 10 afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm like what you said about the high and the low thing. I'm a strong advocate of, you've got to read the Mirror, you've got to read the Times and the Guardian. You've got, you should read everything really yeah. to get the proper round of view. Like you should be Agreed. watching... You should watch pa- Panorama and also watch Love Island and Geordie Shaw and Big Brother. No, draw, drawing and- the line at Geordie Shaw. Beth Ferrell. <laughs> but to know everything about stuff, why wouldn't you want to know everything about everything is what I, what I think. But um, I'm going to put myself in that really sort of safe intellectual camp, okay? I think that's that, fine. Does that excuse me now? I love, I love trashy stuff as well. But you, you, um, my thing is if you don't, don't just watch trashy stuff this is the thing line about, of like, duty was too much for the palpitations i had to sort of show. bring it's a great show right yeah. but i think i think people do get hooked onto one thing yeah like there was one week on the official chart that ed sheeran was the only the only yeah. artist in the top 10 yeah. and i and i love ed yeah. and he's brilliant but don't don't just listen to ed sheeran yeah no, listen to there's loads of other stuff as well and then everyone's like oh i just i just love ed sheeran now yeah but there's loads of other don't just watch Love Island. Don't just do one thing. Yeah. You don't have enough hours in the day. You've got to commit to one program. <laughs> yeah, that's it. My life is Love Island and Ed Sheeran. That's it. <laughs> Goodbye. That's all you need, really, isn't it? Imagine Ed Sheeran on Love Island. <gasps> that's, oh my goodness. that's the thing. I could be, you know, I should be doing this. Yeah. It's <laughs> a matter of time. Yeah. That would be the biggest pop culture moment ever. They, yeah. they do do a celebrity one every now and again, don't they? Mm. Mm. No, that's how it was. Wasn't that how it was? I didn't it started, watch it. I think it yes. started as one. Yeah. Paul and Anne. And <laughs> Abby Titmus and Callum Best, am I right? All the big names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever done any shows don't, like that? I, knew that was <laughs> I, I walked straight into that one. <laughs> You I can still to... apply to Love Island. Yeah, Do you know that? Sure. 
Yeah, yeah. I'd love to do Love Island. I'd love to do. <laughs> There'd be no Love comfortable Island. relationships there. I'll no, tell you that. I'll just do a whole. I'll just do the whole year of them. I could do Love Island, <laughs> yeah. then I'll pop into the jungle, yeah. get my tap shoes on, do Strictly. That I would love and, to do. What else? Whatever else there is. Yeah, let's do all of them. You could do a whole circuit. You could do nothing else. Yeah. Bit Some multi- people do. Yeah, be a multi-millionaire. <laughs> I'd have double the amount of Instagram followers. Yeah. Maybe it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much hard work, these book business. I've got it sorted yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah let's not bother creating This is creating advice. No. This is our career advice for you okay, in anyway. return for your wisdom. I don't know if... I've forgotten what, I've forgotten what we were talking about. And well, I don't know okay if it's okay, okay or not. But, um, I, you know, I feel like I've watched Love Island. Um, so maybe <laughs> it's maybe it's okay if you hear enough of what everybody is talking about that you can just pretend that you know what they're talking about. Maybe yeah. that's the answer. Well, what's the thing that you have not watched but everyone's told you to watch? I've not seen The Wire. Right, don't bother. It's boring. Okay, thank you. Apparently, it's quite hard to understand what they're saying as well. <laughs> I keep saying it because of Joe's face. You keep rolling your eyes about the why. Why do you like The Wire so much? You can't understand it. I was late to the party with Game of Thrones because I feel really, really clever when everybody else says they can't understand. <laughs> I, it. I have the same Look, argument. I'll be honest. I have the same argument with my sister. She says. Oh, just because you're too thick to understand it. <laughs> no, it's because it was... Okay, it's a bit of that. No <laughs> one could be too thick to understand Love Island. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think there are a few. Yeah. What They're else? on it. Um, and, and Glow is the other one that's really dividing the office at the moment. We're, we're having arguments about whether that's good or not. I'm definitely in Camp Good. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Well, I haven't seen Glow. It's no. ladies wrestling, Greg. You'll love it. Oh, yeah, I've heard about this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is it, it? You like it? I love it. Okay. Yeah. Mark Maron's very funny. I've seen the first episode. Mm. Anyway, we're really going off piece now. I don't don't know. I think, Greg, you're the podcast guest today. You tell us, what's the answer to, is it okay to not know about that thing that everybody else is going on about? Yes, it's all it up is. to you. Yeah, it, it's it's okay. Don't get wrapped up in something just because you think you should. It's peer pressure. It's the just, ultimate peer pressure. Just chill out, everyone. Just chill out. Yeah, and do whatever you want to do. But like that clever book said, just chill out. Just chill out. Condensed into one page. Hey, thanks so much for being here today. It was been a we pleasure. have very much enjoyed your podcast company, and you will be continuing on Radio One every day. I will go so. and buy Kid Normal out now in all good bookstores. And keep and buying Glamour. Yeah, oh, thank you, Greg. Yeah, I think it's important to say that. Thanks, Greg. And thanks for the great nights I've had at the Glamour Awards. Oh, oh my gosh! Really <laughs> yeah, so. well, you know where we are. We're there every June. You're always welcome. <laughs> 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.